The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. And Anna Geary returns to find some singletons, some love in the country. That's the only stipulation that's in the country. If it sounds like you, well, producer of Series 2 of the RT show, Leah Wallace is on the phone to tell us what you can expect. Hiya, Leah. Hi, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Congratulations on Season 2 of Love in the Country. Can you, for people who might know it, just explain the concept to us? Yes, we're back to make round two. Um, So Love in the Country is another dating show, but with a twist. Um, It's for people who are living in rural Ireland who find it tricky to meet someone because, you know, maybe they're just in a part of a rural town that, you know, their their pool of dating is a lot smaller. And let's face it, finding love anyway, even if you're in a big city, can be difficult. So Anna is here, along with the the team in the background, to help people um, living in rural towns or villages to try and meet people and kind of spread their dating pool a little bit wider. Okay, so Um, Anna comes to you then, does she? Yeah, so at the moment for the casting process, we're reaching out to anybody who is single of all ages to kind of get in touch with us. And then we set up a profile for that person and we put it out there for kind of the world to see and we get people applying. So it's not a blind date, which is kind of nice, you know. And then the profile that we create, people can see it, apply in to say, I want to date this lovely person or I want to, you know, they write a lovely love letter so it's quite romantic there's a bit of an old-fashioned twist to it and um, a bit of bravery as well yeah yeah <laughs> with, with dating it's always going to be well, true. you know it's, it is for the brave but it's also for people who are genuinely looking for love you know and from we do my research calls with a lot of people at the moment and um, because we do have quite a good few applications kind of coming through now and um, but I do want to point out that we've lovely lovely women in we do have a few men but I am urging men of Ireland to get in touch it's always that bit harder and if only they could see the lovely women that are applying you know in their 30s and 40s and also in their 20s of course you know so I am urging men of single men of rural Ireland to please get in touch with me because then it's always a little I think men are always a little bit shyer putting their foot forward for these kind of things you know so this sounds like it's two tiers so you're going to have six singletons is this right and then you're going to create a profile for those six singletons yeah and then people are going to apply in to meet one of those six singletons so what stage you are at now are you whittling down those six no we're at very early stages we've just started casting about two weeks ago so we're very early stages so at the moment I'm just urging everybody who would be interested in even finding out a little bit more to email us in and myself or one of the other producers can kind of hop on the phone and just have a little chat but but it is it is those six you're looking for at the moment at the moment, okay. yeah, but if, if but but also at the moment, if you know, if you're kind of more from an urban area and you'd fancy a little bit of country year and a bit of love, do get in touch with us now. There's no harm in getting in touch if you want to be on the flip side of just going on a speed date with someone who's a bit more settled in their country country life. So yeah, so anyone who's single really get in touch and is and is up for kind of finding love, okay. you know. And I presume it's not just men wanting women and vice versa. Absolutely, anybody at all, you know, anyone from the LGBTQ community get in touch, you know. Um, it's it's important that we have a diverse cast. I think anyway, you know. And we didn't have anyone representing the kind of LGBT community last year, so it'd be good to get someone from that that side on as well, you know. What did you learn from the last series when it comes to love and the countryside? I know you said it's it's probably tougher to find. Find love if you're not from the, the bigger cities where there's like lots of places to go and everything. Was there anything that you learned from it? 
I don't know if I particularly learned anything from it. I did learn that, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, what age, you know, you are. You're always, you know, if you're single in your 50s or your 60s, you're always going to want to find that special somebody. So I don't know if I learned anything in particular, you know what. But there was a few successful kind of mm. dates last year. There was a bit of success last year. But also, you know, you can't kind of fake this kind of thing. You know, you just have to kind of let it happen organically. So we're trying to get people with genuinely matches, genuine okay. matches, should I say. So I don't know if I learned anything from it. I just hope it be we are going to be a bit more successful this year. Okay. I think that's what I'm hoping for. I think one of the things is to have a wing woman or wing man. And Anna Geary is that wing woman in Love in the Country. Yeah, and she's so lovely. You know, she comes from a farming background. She comes from a, a rural part of Ireland, so she knows what it's like to grow up. You know, I'm a Dublin, mm-hmm. Dublin lady. You know, so <laughs> I'm from. The, but but you know, equally, I, I it's it's tough. You know, being single mm. from the city as well. So I think having Anna by your side just to kind of you know encourage people before they go in for a date because not only are they going on a TV show, but they're also going on a first date. You know, with it with a potential stranger for the first time. So Anna is so lovely. She's so kind of calm to have by your side to kind of give you a little pep talk before you go in um, on you know before that date so she's lovely to have by your side I think Okay good stuff well if it sounds like yeah. you and you would like to be one of those six singletons looking for love outside the cities it's called Love in the Country presented by Anna Geary presented and wing womaned by Anna Geary <laughs> it is uh, email if you want to get in touch it's love at kiteentertainment.com you're saying end of April really for applications so if people have a bit yeah. of time to think about and then the show will be out in the autumn schedule, winter schedule, kind of? Yeah, yeah, okay. that's it. The end of the year, we'll see it kind of hitting our screens. But yeah, please get in touch on that email. And even if you just want more, you know, if I didn't give enough information on this interview, just get in touch. And as I said, myself or the other producer will give you a call and have a little chat. Brilliant stuff. Another way to find love in a different way as well, if you're sick of all the apps and everything. Love at kiteentertainment.com and Love in the Country will be back on our screens later on the year and on RTE. Leah, thanks a million for joining me this morning. Thank you. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. Well, I love a highly anticipated movie and Dune Part 2 has gone above and beyond in the movie buzz stakes. Never have the interviews been so many. Never has the red carpet clothes been so quirky. Did you see Zendaya's silver robot outfit? She rocked it really, to be fair. But does the movie live up to the buzz? Well, our Brian, of course, is on the phone to tell us what he thought of Dune Part 2. Your blood comes from dukes and great houses. We don't have that here. Here, we're equal. Men and women alike. What we do, we do for the benefit of all. I'd very much like to be equal to you. Maybe. You could be from it. Maybe I'll show you the way. There you go, Brian's here. He ha- never has a movie been more anticipated for our Brian, even. he ha- It's been, what, about 10 days since you saw Dune 2? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a while. Like, on the secret things, secret secret screening, press screening, and I, I didn't read the NDA, so I wasn't sure what day that I could talk about it. But, but uh, here we are. The inside knowledge. Yes, yeah, and no, it's, 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 it's just early doors for, for Dune 2. But my social media has been saturated by odd outfit choices, 
interviews. They've really gone on full throttle when it comes to PR for this movie, haven't they? Yeah. And you know what? There's there's two reasons. There's two times that they ever do that. Is if it's really bad and mm-hmm. they just want to get what they can out of it, or if it's really good and they know it's really good and they want to just get it as done as well as possible. Okay. And what are we leaning towards? And I, well, I'll, it, it it needs a bit of setup because I saw the first one, first mm-hmm. Dune, and I uh, was not a fan. Okay, wait. All. Now, when you say first Dune, are you saying 2021? Or are we going way back to the 80s? Oh. 2021. Well, I saw okay. the 80s one. I actually quite like the 80s one. But the 2021 one thought it was quite boring, thought it was quite slow. Okay. I know they had a lot going on, but I just was like not feeling it. Yeah. So I went into this being like, uh-oh. Do you know? It's like, I'm going to see this. I wasn't, wasn't, wasn't one of those things that I was looking massively forward to apart from Zendaya. And uh, i got to say, all the hype you've been seeing around it lives up to it completely. I feel no. that Dune is for the mega fan and, and especially the first one. You know, for the people who had some sort of sentimentality about it in the 80s, loved the book and then, you know, it's it's almost like bringing back Superman. You're so super excited by the sentimentality of watching it when you're a kid and then you're hoping for the best with it. And I think maybe when it comes to part twos in a series or in sequels, that's when they're presuming everyone knows about this movie. Would you say this is yeah. what happened here? Do you know what? I would, I would, because Dune has kind of been around, like, people have been talking, I think the cast had been so big and it's been so famous for so long that people have been talking about it and, like, it was really anticipated because they only added to it, they only, like, they added Austin Butler, they added Florence Pugh, do you mean, it's like, Christopher Walk and these people as well. are now in it also, do you know what I mean? It's like, and they're massive, like, they would lead a movie franchise on their own and they're, like, side characters, do you know what yeah. I mean? So tell it's, us, it's, in, it's insane. And tell us where we are then with, with Dune 2, where do we come in on this? So it's directly after Dune 1. And if you're worried about like, oh, do I need to see Dune 1 to, to watch it? I would, you can if you want, but I would recommend just watching like a 10 minute breakdown video on YouTube. Okay. Uh, so where are the we then? Uh, and just tell us quickly what, what people can expect from then part two. What has happened in Dune 1 that we need to know? Yeah, so basically Paul Paul Atreides, played by Timothy Chalamet, his, his dad, unfortunately, and this is spoilers, got killed in, at the end of a battle at the end of the first one okay. and uh, he had to make a, do a runner for it with his mum and uh, this is the most like Irish way of describing it ever but uh, he's just they're on a runner they're, they're in the desert and they got picked up by these people that live in the desert and Zendaya is one of those people and uh, basically it's just the, the war it, honestly it feels a lot like Game of Thrones but like a Game of Thrones and Lords of the Rings combined okay. if that makes sense Yeah, like it has the like the with sand. Kind of, with lots of sand. <laughs> like it's, instead of the kind of mythicalness of, of Lord of the Rings, replace that with kind of the more grittiness of Lord of the Rings, or with Game of Thrones. And like the, the side stories happening at the same time across things and characters from one like little storyline will hit into another one. And it's, it's insane. And then like characters come together and it's this, it's this big moment. You really feel it like, you really feel like this is a proper, like, you're you're buzzing because you don't know what way it's going to go. Mm-hmm. So where do Austin and Florence and Christopher Walken come in in this in part two? So so Florence is like a, a princess to the or, or like a the daughter of the the emperor okay. who's played the, Christopher Walken's the emperor, and then Austin Butler is like a, another lad that's in line for the throne. That's like like and kind of an enemy to to Timothy Chalamet. That's mm-hmm. like he could also t- end up taking it over, and it's like. They're all kind of gunning for a throne, which is essentially to be the emperor to unite everything. Okay. And uh, yeah, they're, they're not all friends in it. 
I wish they were. You know me. I love a good movie where everybody's friends, but mm-hmm. they are not all friends in this movie. I'll tell you that much. Okay. And there's big worms. There's massive worms. Worms. <laughs> yeah, they're a big part of it. I they didn't expect worms. All right. And would those worms gross me out, for example? Nah, they're well, maybe they're like massive. They're 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 you know, like in Star Wars, the kind of the pit that the they fall into. Uh-huh. Spoiler, uh, for like nineteen seventy nine, but uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like that. But a big worm, like big big mouth on a big worm Lovely. that they it bobs around. It's a good, nice solid fella. Okay. But no, it's it's one of those things. It's a movie that if you're looking forward to it, if you have expectations, it's going to hit them. Okay. And there's there's no there's no two ways about it. It's absolutely going to hit them. You're going to be blown away by the cinematography. You're going to be blown away by the acting. You're going to be blown away by the storyline. Mm-hmm. Are you going like, to be blown away by the nearly three hours that you're in the cinema? You don't even feel it, Orla. Okay. You don't even feel it. Uh, I'll tell you. And we always give out about that, and mm-hmm. I I didn't didn't feel it. Uh, so that much going on, that many storylines <laughs> and subplots are. It never slows down, honestly. There's always, and then anytime that it might, it's like it's slowing down. You're like, okay, and then you're like busting into a new story. Like, oh my god, yes, I forgot about them. I forgot that they were there and they were doing this. So it's 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 good. It is good. Like a book, and ironically, it's from a book. So you know, um, yeah. and in that way, is it? Does it feel like it's from a blockbuster novel, iconic novel? See, I think it's normally with a with a novel thing that's converted from a book into a movie. It's normally like you can feel it's because it's probably just done in over the space of like a year or something. Whereas this has been kind of done out so many times. It's like it's taken on a whole new world of its own. Obviously, it's still directly like the book, but it definitely has been adapted more to be a movie rather than just a movie of a book, if that makes sense. So it's it, it uses movie elements a lot better, and it it it. I don't see. I didn't read the book, so I can't tell you if it cut stuff or added stuff. I don't think it did. From what people have been, okay. people will give out if it did. Yeah, true. But, uh, uh, and we never to- talked um, about the almost surprise casting that people have seen on the red carpet, and that's Anna Taylor Joy, who again was dressed in the oddest of outfits for some of the red carpets. But like, I had to actually go Google is Anna Taylor Joy in uh, Dune Two because she's on none of the cast listings. Yeah, I would. Uh, she's secret. I'm keeping that secret. I'm not telling you anything about that. Okay. That's a, you'll see what happens. Okay. You'll see what she, role she plays. But everyone knows she's in it, yes? We're not giving anything yes. away because she has been on uh, all the red carpets doing no interviews though. Yeah, no, I like, I feel like that's, you'll, you'll understand why once you see it. Okay. You'll see why she, she wasn't talking. Did you expect her to be in it? Uh, I wasn't sure because when I saw it, it was only at the start of, is she in this? And mm. I was like, maybe. And then she was kind of, pops up and I'm like oh okay. there she is yeah there she is <laughs> I oh, saw a video yeah. of her you know people who are always lip reading what people say and I saw a video of her and um Timothy Chalmolet and Austin and Florence all in a line and she has a quite an odd outfit but she gives Timothy quite Timothy quite the side eye <laughs> if you can yeah, find no. that one did you see that I mean as much as they're like a, a group a fantastic bunch of actors and a like a really fantastic group of characters in the movie. I feel like in real life it'd be a weird group to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> Quite the eclectic mix of what, 20-something yeah, 20, 20 actors. I don't think us hanging out would end up in a game of five-a-side, I mean, I'll tell you that No, much. I know. I think there'd be a lot of odd conversations. You'd have to make your own yeah. click within the click. 
I'd have to learn something about philosophy, I feel. Yeah, and that just wouldn't be you, Brian. Will we black no. pudding some Dune part two, please? Yes, uh, I would give it like, I'm going to say nine. Wow. And I, 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 I know I would be giving it to not give it a ten, but okay. it's, a, it's a personal preference nine, but I feel like, uh, like subjectively nine, objectively ten. Okay. Do you think, now this is your own opinion, like it's, it's out during Oscar season. Do you think movies like this don't think about the, the Oscars, that they're just there to entertain? Do you know, it's weird because this could absolutely sweep at the Oscars. And obviously it's probably going to be put forward for next year's mm. ones, but it's just like, I don't know why it was released now. Yeah, it seems uh, like that, a summer movie or like, you know, Oscar season movies all start from like October, November onwards. It's funny to have it out yeah. while we're waiting for the for the big awards of the season. I don't know, honestly. I think they might just be springboarding off the, all the people probably featuring at the Oscars as promotion for the film. And maybe it's maybe they'll they, maybe they'll make a big Oscar push for the third part. Yeah. Oh, well, but, uh, and there will be know. a third I part. Like, I feel like we'll definitely be hearing about it from next year's Oscars anyway. Okay, good No stuff. question. Well, in the meantime, it is in cinemas as we speak and like there will be so many showings of it. We have really waited for this one. It is Dune Part 2. Nine black puddings out of ten from Brian. Brian, thanks a million. No problem at all. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103.